0: time for Love Talk with the love ladies Kathy, Carrie, and Evelyn. Love talking in this new year about decisions and responsibilities. Thank you, Gavin. This is Evelyn Davison, known now as the Grandma Grand. <laughs> <laughs> and we're in the studio today, and we're going to be talking about things that touch your heart, mm-hmm. things that should uh, cover your hands, uh, things that should... Move you to where God wants you to be. And if you take all that out, it's just plain hands, head, and feet. And so we want to talk today about the responsibility of decisions that uh, we have to make. We are responsible. And good morning to you, Miss Kathy. Uh,
1: well, hi. Good morning. There she is. Go ahead. Go ahead, Kathy. Yeah, hey, good morning, Miss Evelyn. It is just great being uh, with you this morning, even though I'm all the way across. Here at Boise, Idaho, I always love hearing your beautiful voice, and uh, Coach Carrie Brinkgater, oh my gosh, it's always just so fantastic, and uh, Mm. just again, happy birthday to your amazing son who just turned 16 this week. Oh, my stars. Are you
0: in for an adventure? (laughs) I am.
2: Every day is an adventure with that sweet young man. He is amazing in so many ways and just uh figuring out life it's it's neat to Mm -hmm. watch his journey uh yeah we had a little surprise party for him uh earlier this week it was great he thought that after his basketball game last friday night um that that was it like we went kind of went out to eat with the whole team you know and parents and just had a good time and didn't even worry about covid it was Great. Well, I mean, we did. We followed all the rules. Don't get me wrong. But, um, you know, we had a, had a nice, nice time. And so he kind of thought that was it and mm-hmm. that he was going to spend a little time with his girlfriend on, on Sunday and, and that, and then that was going to be it for his 16th birthday. Well, we surprised him with a big uh, party with all of his friends and he was really surprised. Um, and so when he walked down the stairs on Monday morning, which is his actual birthday, all of his friends were at the house and surprise. Wow. Oh, and um, so it was great. It was really, really fun. And, um, man, just what what an amazing young man. I can't wait to see how God continues mm. to use him.
0: You know, it, you amaze me, absolutely, to work in the school system, in, in the process where you're in, that you have the opportunity of a 16-year-old. I know. Because that is the hard, Believe me, we raised two boys. That's the hardest thing about birthdays for boys is getting past 16, no, from well, 15 to 16. From
2: fi- well, okay, maybe we're on uphill swing here, Miss Evelyn. I like uh, that. You well, know, call me if
0: you need advice. I I've will, girl.
2: I got you on speed dial. You know that. Um you know, he has a, a phenomenal group of friends, which I'm so thankful yeah. for. And uh, so it is it is just an absolute blessing. But yeah, Kathy, thank you for that. I know um, our, our, our youngest babies are almost the same age. And so it's fun to see where God is leading them. But we have another bigger birthday coming up here in just a few weeks. Um, on March the 5th, Miss Evelyn is going to turn 90 years old. We would love it, friends, if you would send Miss Evelyn, some happy birthday messages on our Facebook page, Love Talk Radio. Just shoot her a little note of encouragement, a little birthday blessing. That would be fantastic. We
0: we are excited um, for it because there is a possibility that we'll have a big event on the outskirts of the Capitol. Uh, The Walk, Pray... Love walking and love talking. We can with just Jesus.
2: get some friends together, Miss Evelyn, and and walk well, around those Capitol grounds and be praying. We have to get
0: permits first, and we're working mm-hmm. on that. And a lot of groups are ha- are going to work with us, mm-hmm. and that's what we want to do. We want people to open their hearts, but first of all, they got to talk a little bit about what the Lord wants them to do. And so, it you know, it'll be an if the permit is. Is given to us. It will be an event like one we did about 15 years ago, when we bre- read the Bible all night long on Friday, all day long on Saturday. Wow! So it's it's things have changed since then. Mm-hmm. But we want you to begin to pray for us. And what yes. we're talking about today is the decisions that you yourself make mm-hmm. as you love out with Jesus.
2: Yes, so very important. Um well, Kathy, we had an inauguration this week. Um
0: did you wake up? I knew <laughs>
1: <laughs> there were parts of it that
0: were a little bit worn, you know I'm sorry. Yeah.
1: You know, this is, I I love, I love joining you guys every Saturday for Love Talk. And, you know, listening friends, uh, and and any listening friends out there uh, who have had a birthday, just, happy birthday if you ever want us to tell you happy birthday on the air go to our facebook page on love talk radio let us know it's your birthday and we'd love the opportunity to wish you happy birthday on the air and uh, we just thank you for uh tuning in on 101.1 fm 11:20 a.m or if you are live streaming at thebridgeaustin.com uh, we love having you with us, and you know, Carrie and, and Miss Evelyn. Today's show, uh, personal responsibility for our decisions, it's actually kind of a part two because last week uh, we started this uh, this topic about responsibility for our decisions, and we did not get through everything. There was just we have so many personal stories, um, mm-hmm. so many biblical uh, things that we have learned. Through the years, and with Evelyn, you're 90 years. With my, <laughs> oy, they, can I say it, 50 years. And, uh, you know, Coach Carey, you're the young one in the group. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 47, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, uh, friends, we have almost 200 years, not quite, of uh, just kind of wisdom and insight on responsibility and uh, what we have gained from God's word and in walking in relationship with him and making those uh, decisions that we have to make every day, the small ones that add up to big ones and uh, the big ones that take a bit more pause in prayer. And so we want to talk with you all about that today. And, you know, I think the inauguration kind of represents the, the biggest, one of the biggest decisions uh, that Americans come together and and make. And, and we don't all agree, And, uh, you know, it can be said about America right now that there is this great divide, that there are these two kind of echo chambers that are happening in our nation that we're not seeing – Eye to eye, and we are ceasing to have conversations. And so, one of the things we want to do on Love Talk is present a conversation, have effective conversation, remind everyone that these conversations are what build relationships. And we can have, uh, you know, Miss Evelyn and Coach Carrie and I, we have different perspectives on things many, many times. Uh, but we love each other. We, we share from God's word. We press into discovering truth. And friends, those are the things that unite us. Relationship mm-hmm. unites us. Truth unites us. Mm-hmm. And these conversations that we have, they build and grow us. And so we want to really have these conversations on Love Talk. And, uh, so yeah, Carrie, gosh, the inauguration, that was a kind of a, a difficult thing. Uh, Rather than watching the inauguration, I joined a group from Washington, D.C., and they were kind of scattered around the nation. And we got on a prayer call for an hour and uh, prayed for our outgoing leaders. We prayed for our incoming Uh, leaders.
0: mm
1: -hmm. Uh, We prayed over this sense right now of this cancel culture Mm -hmm. that says, if you disagree with me, I want to destroy you. That's so dangerous uh we prayed over our our media where media says hey if if you are not the truth that we want to put forward we're going to silence you and you know, I tell you, I saw this article from um, the uh, Prime Minister of Germany, and she said, you know, she was warning America, "Hey, yeah. you are getting dangerous on dangerous ground in all of your censorship." And I thought, oh boy, if Germany's mm-hmm. telling us we're getting on dangerous ground in all of our media cens- cens- censorship, we better stop and rethink our position because if Germany's telling you that, they've been there and done that. They know. Yeah.
2: That that is wow, that that is alarming for sure. Well, friends, as we look ahead to this, this show today, personal responsibilities for our decision, our verses again, and this is part two. So if you missed part one, you can go back to our archives last week at Love Talk Network and grab part one. Philippians three, thirteen and fourteen. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do. Forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. I press on toward the goal to to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. You know, last week we dove straight into this topic of personal responsibility for our decisions, how we must forget what is behind and strain toward what Mm -hmm. is ahead as we press toward the ultimate prize, which is, of course, a relationship with Jesus. Every small decision that we make to follow God is worth it. In the end, we'll see how, how all of these add up. And I would say that the flip side of that is also true. Every small decision to not follow God will we will see how those all add up to heartache, destruction and regret in our lives. So as we look at it on the positive side of things, which I always um try to do is Every small decision we make to follow God is absolutely worth it. And we will see those add up um, to just a beautiful, beautiful relationship with Jesus. So as we begin to dis- dissect these verses this week, um, we are forgetting what is behind. That's what it says in verse 13. Mm-hmm. Forget what is behind. Strain toward what is ahead. Really look at those two things and then press on toward The prize now, Miss Evelyn. As we talk about this term of personal responsibility, which you touched on at the very, very beginning of the show, what what does that really mean to you? This personal
0: responsibility. Well, it's not physical. We know that it Mm. is spiritual, and Mm. sometimes it's uh, emotional. But Mm. the thing you start with, you start with the question: What am I fixed? Am I fessed up? Am I connecting? And then in the process of that she's rightly um, in programming and um, in praying and praising him, we get so cold and so um, slow sometimes in our relationship, and it's cast over into our attitude mm. and whatever we, you know, put into that box, we've got an attitude. You know, and we said that with teen girls, you know, oh, it's just an attitude. Oh, that but, can happen with anyone, Miss Evelyn. You're right. And then the next question is, is what am I seeking? Am I seeking mm-hmm. God's plan? Am I seeking Jesus uh, alive to come again because it's getting so bad out there? We have that question. Mm-hmm. Am I asking him what he wants me to do? Mm -hmm. Am I depending on the Holy Spirit to fill me and lead me? Am I trusting him when he speaks? Am I praising him at every event? Mm -hmm. And am I rejoicing? Joy is the bridge that takes us from who we are to what Jesus Christ has in us encouraged her, created us and encouraged her for. And it's it's not hard to do that every day. You start it and then it just grows.
2: Well what you're saying, Miss Evelyn, is that before we embark on these decisions, stop. What am I seeking by XYZ? What am I am I asking him what I am to do? Am I seeking the Holy Spirit, right? So, so many times we make these kind of knee-jerk reaction kind of decisions, and we haven't even stopped to think. Mm-hmm. Okay, Lord, what what would you have me to do here?
0: Put on your armor. Right. You,
2: you know, this morning I was I was uh, proud of myself because um, I, I I got all prayed up before I, I walked out into the kitchen, and I knew I was going to be frustrated about some things. And I tell you what, when I prayed up that those frustrations. They're there, but they're lessened and I handle them in a much better tone and voice and um, I, I just handle things better. And that's what you're saying, Miss Evelyn, is before we embark on these decisions, yeah. um, to ask ourselves these questions: Am I seeking the Lord about this issue, and what exactly am I seeking here? Am I seeking mm-hmm. personal convenience? Am I seeking uh, joy? Am, I, am, am or am correction I, is the biggest or, oh, hardest.
0: Mm-hmm. It's not the decision you make to think and pray, in, but it is the the need. And the connection you have from that person or that thing to where the Lord Jesus is, and you know, it's uh, He tells us to put on our armor, and that's where we are right now. It, and it's it's put on the uh, put on our armor in a way that we can. Fight whatever battle we've got to fight in the nation. And that's our and responsibility that's that's it. It each
2: day to put on that
0: armor. Oh, now we friend. may stutter over it. We may misunderstand mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. We may go the wrong direction. But we've got to remember that he says, I am the giver of life. I'm the giver of love. And and if we hang on that, you know, we'll know who we are. And we'll know why we're here. And we know where we're going. There are more people in this world right now that do not know where they are going. Mm -hmm. because they've not considered that God has a plan for them.
2: Oh, gosh, friends. Wow. Preach it, Miss Evelyn. She'll be preaching it (laughs) it some more in our next segment um, when we return to Love Talk as we're talking about personal responsibility for our decisions. Right here on Love Talk when we return right after this.
1: And welcome back, friends, to Love Talk. This is Kathy and DeBrock, and in studio today is Coach Carrie Brinkater and the First Lady of Love, Mrs. Evelyn Davison. Friends, we're talking about personal responsibility and uh, taking personal responsibility for our decisions. We want to make really good decisions. And, you know, in our first segment, uh, we focused on this one principle that all those little Decisions to follow God are worth it. And in the end, we get to see how they all add up. Mm -hmm. Now, we're taking a very specific uh, look at this verse from Philippians 3 13 through 14, where Paul is talking and encouraging uh, the church. And he says, Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do. Forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is ahead, I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Now, Carrie, you said that our prize is that relationship with Christ, and that relationship is not just for our eternal life, but it is for the the here and the now. Now, Miss Evelyn, I have a question for you because it's so easy for us to get stuck in the past. You know, we talk about, uh, there's this scripture that says, God is the God who was and is and is to come. And each of us have a was. Each of us have an is. And each of us have an is to come. And God wants to be God over our was and is and is to come. And now sometimes, though, we'll get stuck in our was and and sometimes you know we just need to trust that God is going to redeem our was as we press into our is and move towards the future. Miss Ellen, can you talk a little bit about if if we just get stuck and we are living in the past, how how does that holding on to the past and refusing to let it go? How does that keep us from what God has for us in the future?
0: Well, if we major more on the negative than we do on the positive, we create that in our lives. Mm-hmm. And you have to to think about that. Because, you know, we, as women, we, we want to be put together, <laughs> good word, uh, and go out there and in, just, uh, invade the world. And, um as, yeah, as teenagers, that's usually the persona of a teenager. I've got to decide what I'm going to do the rest of my life. Uh, the problem with that is the information may be at fault. And so, what I have done in in my years is to go to the to the altar, kneel if I'm by myself, or if if I'm with someone to praise and push into the heart of God. Praise and push. Mm. I praise him for what he has done, and I I beg him to move from what is needed to what is filled. And that sounds like a lot of talk and jabber. <laughs> he, you know, really. <clears throat> but, you know, the thing that is so important is that wherever we are, Jesus is there. Mm. Think about it. Mm-hmm. Wherever I am, because he is mine. He, he created me. He created me. He serves me. And it's not easy to do when you start. But boy, it comes out, okay, Jesus, this is yours. You know, just, I mean, it come to that point that I will not move until I hear from you or whatever. And it's not hard. And it's not, uh, sometimes it's not fruitful. But it keeps our mind on what my situation is compared to what Jesus is. He is mm-hmm. at the foot of the Father. And he's waiting for me to say good morning, hello. Have you had your camp today?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I tell you, Miss Evelyn, it's like you say, it's kind of a deception to live in the past, right? And it's also a deception to to live in the future. Now, should we look to the future? Absolutely. And we're going to get to mm-hmm. that today, to strain towards what's ahead. Um, but I I think what I mean by that is we can't always say, oh, I'll do that tomorrow or that'll happen. Mm-hmm. You know, we we have to prepare ourselves for that. We have to strain for what is not just going to fall in our laps. Okay. And so to My, get on the altar... Yeah. And not deceive ourselves about the past is very Mm. important.
0: Well, sometimes it's not the past. It's the future that we plan too hard for. I guess the greatest and the blackest day of my life is with my 50th birthday. Mm. And the doctor told me that Vamisod Town Beer Hunt. Where did it come from? Beer Hunt. (laughs) Deer (laughs) Hunt. My my, uh, language is not good today. Uh, And... um, I went to the doctor and he said that I had double problems, mastectomy, and that I need help immediately. And mm-hmm. so Van was gone, and I said, "Well, I, you know, I've done this before. Uh, we'll wait and see what God does." And so as I, you know, waited, when Van came. I said, I've got a doctor's appointment. I didn't want to have it without you. Uh, can you, are you free now? Because he'd been on a sales trip or something. Mm-hmm. And we went, and uh, the doctors were playing. He said, you need a double mastectomy. And I said, what is that? Mm-hmm. And it was just shock. And uh, so we brewed over it, and the next day I called him and said, well, um, we, we have agreed. And so we went in the hospital, they did the surgery, double cancer mm-hmm. on each side, nipple, rare, rare form of cancer. Mm-hmm. And so I, Van stood at the foot of my feet, and, he's, and I was praising the Lord, Lord, I'm glad, thank you, we found out what it is. I trust you in doing what you need to do to make it, you know, better for me and for Van. And he stood there and he said, I'll never thank God for this. hmm and I said, "Well, honey, I'm sorry, because I do believe he's going to use this in in a special way that would honor the Lord Jesus." And so, you know, I'll be praying for you as you pray for me. Mm-hmm. And we went in. The doctors were just all so good. I I have to tell you, I have never had a a day as precious as, as when that they came back out and said it's local mm-hmm. that we don't have to even do anything except clip this thing. Mm-hmm. And when I got home, I thought. Did that really happen? Mm -hmm. You know, you go through life looking back more than you... Sometimes you look in the future. Mm -hmm. Especially when you get 50 years old.
2: Well, and a lot of those things can hold us back, Miss Evelyn. We hold on to them and turn
0: on... And don't let the Lord take them. And it's it's really serious when we get to that point that Mm -hmm. we think we can take care of this.
2: Well, and holding on to that stuff, just a lot of times stifles us, mm-hmm. right? As followers of Christ. It took Christ, one year. It took him a year, right? He couldn't move forward for a year. Yeah. And so I begin to ask myself this question, is forgetting even biblical? <laughs> like, well, that's true. You know, how can this be Forgiving true? Forgiving
0: comes before be- believing. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. You know, that's what we're here for. People look at our life. It's like looking at a big red uh, Tablet or something you know first grade with a pencil you, you just don 't know where people are in their heart that's true miss evelyn you you don 't know mm-hmm. i you know i've
2: said this many times, you know everybody's normal until you get to know us, right you just <laughs> don 't know what people are going through, and so you know, kind of going back to these verses, is it should we forget about some of these regrets that we have in our past, these failed relationships these you know, things that, that that I don't know are painful for us. Yes. Should we forget those things to move forward? And I always think there's lessons to be learned, right, Miss Evelyn, from things That's that the, happened that in that our is past.
0: The assignment. We right? have to think about the assignment. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um in in these same um chapter, friends, of Philippians chapter three and verse eight. Paul says, indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord, for his sake, I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ. So what if instead of this shame and regret we had something to diffuse this horrible way that we that we treat ourselves? In Isaiah forty three, eighteen and nineteen, it says, forget the former things, do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing, and now it will spring up within sight of you. Oh, friends, that's so freeing. Forget those former things. Second Corinthians five, seventeen and eighteen. Therefore, is if anyone is in Christ, mm-hmm. the new creation has come, the old has gone, and the new is here. All of this is from God. Psalm 103, 12, as far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he's he faithful. Is faithful. <laughs> and just to forgive our mm-hmm. sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. You know, specifically, some of these things, we have to make a conscious decision to forget. Mm-hmm. Kathy, what are some of those things we, we have to move forward from?
1: You know, the easiest thing to highlight is past failures. Mm-hmm. We have, in order to have future successes, we need to let go of past failures. I mean, they cause doubt. They cause self-loathing. Uh, they cause regret, and they, they rob us of joy in our present. And, you know, God is the only one who can turn a failure, our biggest failure, into our biggest success. Mm-hmm. And he wants to do that for all of us, and that is called redemption. He can redeem those past failures and turn them into great successes, but we have to let them go. And let him do his work in our lives. And, you know, also, we have to let go of some past successes. You know, sometimes Mm. we have had such great successes that have determined our identity. They have uh, become a matter of pride. And we're not willing to let go of those successes to, of that pride, of that identity that we formed in order to pursue what God is asking us to pursue. So, and sometimes, you know, we have to let, let go of that, um, of that amazing education and great career because God is asking us to stay home with our children and raise children and in, in build good values in them. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, some moms that, that may be, he may be asking you to let go of that identity of being that corporate businesswoman for a while. Mm-hmm. We also have to let go of failed relationships. Uh, you know, sometimes we can hang on to a relationship that was very damaging for us, but for some reason that was how we knew love. And God is saying, I want to redefine love for you. I want to teach you what true love is. And you need to let go of that rubbish relationship that was harmful and hurtful and let me bring about a healing in your life. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes we have to have some really frank conversations mm-hmm. with ourselves and with God on these topics, Gary. Well, I,
2: I agree. And, you know, I, I look at the topic of failed relationships and sometimes I'll look back and go, did I fail <clears throat> that person in some way? You know, was I not a good friend or did, you know, could I have said something that would have helped or, you, you know, and, and sometimes I let, that especially in the job of coaching, right? When I look back and on all the young women that I've coached, I look back and I say, okay, did I do the best I could by this person? And you know, there comes a point in time where you know we we learn from those yeah. um, mistakes and successes, but it, it it is a time to move forward. I think something else that holds us back, Kathy, Miss Evelyn, that uh, we struggle with are our weaknesses, mm-hmm. right? That's a daily battle. Um, just as we would not, day would not exist without night, nor light without dark. We wouldn't even know what light was without Mm -hmm. the darkness, right? In the same way, we, we would not be able to recognize our strengths without our weaknesses. And so, yes, we should know what our weaknesses are. We had a conversation at the breakfast table the other day, maybe it was the lunch table, I don't remember, or with the family and I was like, Okay guys, I've learned some things about my personality recently (laughs) that um you guys will be really interested in. And it was kind of, you know, poking fun at some of the things I really struggle with, right? I'm naturally a giver, I'm naturally a helper and, you know, I, I I like it when people kind of need me. Like, that's I that's me. But on the flip side, when I'm not feeling very mentally healthy, mm-hmm. those things I use as a weapon. And, I, you know, I've learned this about my personality, and so I have to kind of step back. But those are, quote, unquote, weaknesses, mm-hmm. right, that I need to be aware of so in order for me to move forward in a healthy way. And that's exactly what Paul's talking about here. Um, <clears throat> Kathy... Lost dreams. We got to forget about some of those lost dreams. Now, Miss Evelyn, I know you've had some things in your life. Sometimes, some, uh, some, you've talked about this on the show burned bridges. People that you know that have burned bridges, right? Mm -hmm. Relationships and people change. And sometimes we need to leave some of those things back there and just learn the lesson and move on. Right. Right.
0: I agree. And, you know, especially if you're a woman.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we tend to hold on to things yeah. way too long, girls.
0: You know, uh, I, 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 there are probably a hundred different avenues I could take with this. But I think that in my personal uh, sensitivity, I think it's been the fact that God gave me two boys and I didn't have a girl. <laughs> you know, I, I, <laughs> if I had a girl, she'd come to this. Just this last week, um, my ex daughter in law, mm-hmm. precious, precious girl, has retired, and she uh, asked me to do something with her. And she's oh. never had time before. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, and I looked at. We did some things, and I just had a lot of fun. And I got home. And I thought, why have I not? Why have I not seen this in her? And I
2: think you have, Miss Evelyn, over the years. You have. She's been super precious to you. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, you
0: know, and you know, and you, but you just, the enemy of Easter. Mm, comes and steal, wants to steal that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I immediately thought, well, you know, that would have taken a place of this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. And, and her mom's in a nursing home, mm-hmm. and and she, you know, she's in a all the house all by herself, and and what a treasure! It, uh, well, it just opened, and I told her, I said, I really would like to have some time with you every week. Mm-hmm. And if I t- if I need to, I'll do this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. And so, but you know, you sometimes you're just looking at the problem
2: mm.
0: instead of working on the solution.
2: Ah, oh, Miss Evelyn, that that could not be more true. Say that again. Sometimes we're just looking at the, the problem. problem and not working toward a solution. Yeah. That holds us back.
0: And sometimes it's forgiveness. You know, mm-hmm. if, if you look at forgiveness, somebody does something. And I've, I've had people stab me in the back, and I just do all kinds of things. And I think, Lord, what did I learn from this? You
1: mm-hmm. know, we just
0: get to the point we think we know it and we're to it, and mm-hmm. people are supposed to march. But that's not what life is. Life is seeking the presence of the living Lord Jesus. Mm -hmm. we got to seek His presence. We can't, you know, make it for our own. I'll Mm -hmm. do this or I'll do that. Once we come to that point, then the Lord says that you are mine and I'll fix you. You are mine. Forget about it.
2: Miss Evelyn. Oh, yes, absolutely. You are mine and I'll fix it. And, you know, as we look at some... If there's other things that that hold us back, you said, Miss yeah. Evelyn, sometimes it's anger, you know, or people, people pride, on your staff. <clears throat> pride gets in the way. You know, Kathy, what about you? Have do you have anything else for us that we need to just forget and leave there in the past?
1: Oh, well, you know, I would tell you anger, grudges, bitterness, I mean, like you said, that's kind of hard to let go of, especially for ladies, sometimes we hold on to it uh, Mm -hmm. a a little bit too long, but, you know, I think even when we're talking about the national conversation right now, uh, you know, individuals that, you know, we have, you know, seen, I think especially the national media where, uh, you know, they have painted the light to be dark for Mm -hmm. four years now and now Mm -hmm. they're trying to tell us that everything is beautiful and roses and wonderful and uh you know it's 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 difficult because sometimes you feel like okay i just feel like i'm having this shoved down my throat but then you go okay lord you know what the the items the things that you call me to mm-hmm. are love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and mm-hmm. faithfulness and wow. gentleness and self-control. God does not call us to anger and grudges and bitterness and fear that's not what he's calling us to and so we have to look and say what are we filling our thoughts with what are we filling our lives with we can look at the truth of what is going on around us and not be filled with anger and bitterness we can look at that friend across from us who maybe wrote a horrible comment on our facebook (laughs) post or you know our instagram post and not be filled with anger and bitterness. Instead, we can say, we can we can turn these things over to the Lord and work love and joy and peace and patience and gentleness and self-control in our lives and learn how to redirect our tongue so that it is um, speaking truth, but speaking truth in a way that builds up and not tears down.
2: Well, and the truth is hard to hear sometimes, especially, um, whenever the truth is painful for us, mm-hmm. right? And that's, <clears throat> that's a difficult conversation. And, but you know what? Sometimes, Kathy, well, all times hearing that truth spoken in love helps us move forward. Yeah. Until someone speaks that truth to us in love, we're stuck sometimes. Right. Like, Carrie, you know what? If you just let go of that anger that you're holding on to from 1982, <laughs> um, you know, you would um you'd really find some freedom in moving forward. And those conversations are super fruitful. You know, next week on our show, we have a young man. He's 18 years old, political activist. He's he's going to be on our show and his whole I guess philosophy is let's put the tough issues out there and let's have conversations mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. and investigation and in com- yeah,
2: Yeah. Investigations and mm-hmm. conversations. Mm-hmm. And just like you said, Miss Evelyn, sometimes we're just looking at that problem and it's just hanging over us. Years. And we're not looking for the solution. We just mm-hmm. want to dwell on that problem. And I've told my kids many times, you're either a, a problem creator or you're a problem solver. Mm-hmm. You know, and so you always want to be a problem solver, and even whenever there's a problem that comes along that you didn't create, um, you you must look for a way to be the problem solver instead of wallowing around in that situation. And so that, I mean, that's exactly what Paul is encouraging us to do here. Philippians three thirteen: Forget what is behind, and strain toward what is ahead. And you know, if you look at Paul's life, Miss Evelyn,
0: Oosh. you know, he persecuted Christians. He became black before he did that. His he, His he soul looked did at the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and he didn't. He didn't recognize uh, a total blackness, mm-hmm. shadows. And when God woke him up, he woke him up in the spirit.
2: It's true. And, you know, coming from a past like that, Mm -hmm. where Paul persecuted Mm -hmm. those that loved Christ and then having a radical conversion. Oh, man, he had to find out a way to move forward. And you only, know, go Harry, ahead, I tell you
1: that that reminds me. There's this beautiful verse in the um the song Amazing Grace that mm-hmm. you know Christians just know. It's it's like our little anthem mm-hmm. by John Newton. He was an abolish abolitionist and a preacher. And he this verse it says, "I am not what I ought to be. I am not what I want to be. I am not what I hope to be in another world, mm-hmm. but." Still, I am not once. I'm not what I once used to be. And by the grace of God, I am what I am. Mm -hmm. And I just think this is so beautiful because if we're going to pursue the prize effectively, this relationship with the Lord, we must give maximum effort to pursue that better condition, to focus on growth. And when we can say, hey, I'm not what I used to be. But I'm not yet what, what, what I am going to be, what God is creating in me. We can look at that a person across from us and say, hey, there's still growth for them too. And this person that's in front of me, that is not going to be the person that they are forever. And so as we're growing ourselves and we're extending grace to ourselves, it's going to be easier to extend grace to that person across the table from us.
2: I love that so much. I was having a conversation with some 15- and 16-year-olds uh, in my car. That's typically where they happen, about um, one of their teachers, and we were just in awe about how this teacher – has an amazing ability to mentor you through things that you know that that this teacher knows kids are going to go through, right? Yeah. Whether it's, um, it, you know, they made a big mistake and they they what? cheated on a test or they lied or something, right? Like they, they, something big um, in, in that world. But she has an amazing ability to mentor them through that and then literally just move on. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's a punishment, right? There's mentoring. There's a punishment. That that fits the crime, whatever it may be. And then she has an amazing ability to just realize, you know what? Everyone makes mistakes, and we're going to move on. Mm -hmm. When we return to Love Talk, we'll talk a little bit more about that and about moving forward, straining toward what is ahead and the goal of Jesus Christ. When we return to Love Talk right after this. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Love Talk. you found the Love Ladies, 1120 AM, 101 FM, The Bridge, Austin. Today's Christian Talk. We're so grateful that you're here. Personal decisions moving forward. Oh, my goodness. Friends, um, sometimes we got to forget about that stuff that's in the past. I wrapped up that last segment talking about a, a teacher that um, our kids just really admire. She had just... Has an amazing ability to use scripture to mentor, to guide. Um, you know, if there's been a mess up, if there's been something that, uh, you know, a young person regrets doing, um, there's a swift consequence for sure. That's life. But she has an amazing way of just moving forward and understanding that people make mistakes and they're going to learn from those mm-hmm. mistakes and to move forward. What a beautiful testament. So what are we straining toward? You know, Paul says, "Let's forget what's behind," and it's a decision, friends. You know, gotta pray about it, but then we ultimately have to decide to move forward with our actions, our thoughts, and our words, and not be stuck in that place of swirling around and walling around in the problem. Yep. And as Miss Evelyn said, let's look for that solution. So. As we move forward, as we strain for what is ahead, Kathy, we got to grow and we got to pursue the prize.
1: That, that's exactly right. And, you know, when we talk about what that really entails, I, I love this word that Paul used when he talks about pressing on on in order that he may lay hold of that prize. This word that he uses um, in Greek for pressing on is dioko, and it means to run, to follow after, to pursue, and to chase. So we're talking about a high-energy, persevering uh, effort, an effort that is not to be stopped, but, um, an effort that's an all out effort. And it's also used, um, of a sprinter. So we're talking about a really aggressive, energetic endeavor, kind of an all our might. You know, we're going to press on with all our might. And, and this is fighting the good fight. And, you know, friends, I'm not saying that we are going to fight to exhaustion. No, I mean, God is not looking for weary warriors and fainting saints, you know, mm-hmm. he is going to be our strength. He is going to uh, give us those words and that energy. He is going, he is the one who is about the business of transforming us and growing us. We are just about the business of keeping our eyes on him and um in keeping in his word and in pursuing that relationship uh, but not allowing ourselves to be dwelling on these things of the past that are keeping us from growing in relationship to him. But we get to press on towards him um, as he has amazing things ahead of ahead for us.
2: Absolutely. You know, it takes this effort um, through grace provided to us by God. I love this analogy of the runner. It's so a tri- intriguing to me. I run. I pursue. You know, I'm really praying that we're going to have the Summer Olympics this summer. It got canceled last summer, right? 2020. Um, and I, I hope that we have it this summer. It's my favorite. I absolutely love the track and field back in 19, I'm going to, let's see, 1996. The Summer Olympics were in Atlanta, Georgia, and my husband and I were in graduate school in Auburn, Alabama, and his mom bought us tickets to go to the track and field competition at those Summer Olympics. Wow. Oh, my stars. It was amazing. I think track athletes are the most beautiful athletes, and as you watch them run, obviously they're pursuing the prize. Um, it's, it's really just my favorite, but what you will notice about these elite runners is they're not checking their shoulder, right? Nobody looks behind them to see where the competition is. Mm -hmm. Maybe, just maybe in a long distance race, but never, 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 never in a sprint. You just are pursuing that finish line with all your might. Your eyes are fixed on that finish line because if you check your shoulder, you may stumble. You may fall, and you're going to lose precious seconds as you take your eye off the prize. So Paul is imploring us, don't look back. It does not allow us to keep our eye on the prize. we got to look forward. This is such good advice. You know, are we um, looking at the past uh, and defining it by worldly success? And reminding whoever will will listen of our past achievements. Are we looking at the past because it's the basis on which, um, you know, our present spiritual status lies? You know, Paul says, no, no, no. What you're doing today is what matters. What you're doing today is reaching forward, straining, stretching. Stretching our muscles to reach for what is ahead. And again, Miss Evelyn... I, I must ask you the question, why? Why should we strain and stretch for Christ and the prize and never look back? When we're guaranteed heaven after we accept Christ as our, as our Lord and Savior, right? Mm-hmm. What motivates us to continue to reach for God?
0: It's to be like Christ, to be like mm-hmm. Jesus. Those, mm-hmm. those are two different names, but it's the one person. Mm-hmm. And the amazing gift. Of grace mm. that He gives us, praise the Lord. You know where does it come from? Uh, it comes from the heart of God, and He gives it. We don't have to earn it; mm-hmm. we have to live it. Mm-hmm. And the ability that can flow from through us to we have to really have to put punch the button of forgetting things. Mm-hmm. You know, I bake a cake and I forgot to put the vanilla in it, <laughs> so what I do. I put it on top. There you go. You know, Mm -hmm. we don't know uh, sometimes the way to go, but Mm -hmm. God has a plan for everyone. And the amazing gift of grace is that he gives it to us. Mm -hmm. He has a plan. Mm -hmm. He lived a plan, Mm -hmm. and he gives it to us. My husband now has spent a year making a decorator item of three crosses,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, one big one on the middle size, and then... Well, no, they're all the same now. They're the same out, size, right. Yeah, he yeah. started out the other way. And I say to him, the cross is big enough to handle anything. And he says, yes. Mm-hmm. The small cross is, is as important as the big cross mm-hmm. because they're laid on top of each other. And we get to talking about that sometimes. And I said... Oh, I'll help you with those crosses. <laughs> but I can't go in the work room because I have allergies and you know in his shop it's me That's the man's
2: space Miss Evelyn
0: I know <laughs> He comes to the door and I give him a glass of tea Oh something.
2: you're so sweet but you know like you just said Miss Evelyn those small crosses that we lay down at the feet of Jesus the big cross every single day right like those small things that's decisions that we make every day to lay those things mm-hmm. down at the foot of Jesus so that we can look ahead yes. at what is ahead? Kathy, what is keeping us from experiencing all God has to offer?
1: You know, as we, as we want to grow in Christ, this is the question that we have to ask ourselves. Friends, this is the question we want you to ask. What is keeping you from experiencing all God has to offer? Mm-hmm. Are we willing to make the decision today to pursue Christ? Uh, to pursue the prize, that relationship. And, you know, friends, maybe you've never accepted Christ and you'd like to hear more about Jesus. You can call us on the Lo- Love Line at 512-249-6535. We'd love to have a conversation with you around that. You know, maybe you're a Christian and you're holding on to the past and you're stuck in those past regrets. Christ is telling you today, hey, lay those at the cross and let those go. Let that, Let the past go. Um, maybe today you're weary and you need encouragement to keep striving for what is ahead, to keep your eyes on the prize. I will share these words with you, um, these words of Jehoshaphat, one of the kings in the Old Testament. He says, Lord, we do not know what to do but we will keep our eyes on on you. You. Friends, let's keep our eyes on Christ. Let's strain uh, for what is ahead. Let's fight the good fight and press into growth. And, And let's have 2021 be a beautiful year, becoming more like him who first loved us.
2: You know what, Kathy, it takes courage. It takes guts to move forward. This might be an energy. This might be the hardest thing you ever do. Mm -hmm. Admit that you can't do it alone. You don't have the power that we need Jesus in order to do it. If you're a Christian and your desire would be to pursue the prize, that you'd see your own need, that you'd make that absolute maximum effort, that you have focused concentration and be motivated that great prize and that you would pursue that prize with all of your might we have to live in the light of christ friends you know what it it does take guts and it does take courage to move forward and to strain for that ultimate prize but jesus gives us the tools to do that he says this grace is for you friends all of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of god don't even feel like you are alone because you're not. If you believe that Jesus is God's son and he died on the cross and rose again on the third day to offer us the free gift of salvation, the Lord says, it's yours. It's yours. God loved us so much that he gave us his only son. This is in John three sixteen. that whoever believes in him will never perish but have everlasting life. That's for you, friends. That's for me. That's for all of us, for any of us who are willing to admit that we're sinners and that we need Jesus. Confess that with your mouth, friends. Don't leave that inside of you. Uh, Romans 10, 9 and 10, if you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord mm-hmm. and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. The Lord will give you the tools to move forward from where you are, my friends, to strain for that prize of a relationship with Jesus. Friends, we love you so much. You can call us on the love line at 512-249-6535, and you can find us on Love Talk Radio, and you can find our archives on lovetalknetwork.com. Until next week, for my great friends Kathy Endebrock and Mrs. Evelyn Davison, I'm Coach Carrie Brinkader. We'll see you on Love Talk next week.